0: John Bozica 1480 WHBC. Yesterday in the Ohio State House, as I mentioned, there were a couple of different state representatives that felt the need to walk out and send a message uh, to what was going on at that current time. They were arguing over a certain bill that is making its way through the State House, and that is about voter suppression. It's about voting coming up in the near future, and it's a GOP voting bill that has many people discussing it. And it's not just here in Ohio that people are discussing it. It is nationwide that people are discussing it as well. So we go to the phone line to talk about the bill, talk about the the walkout yesterday, talk about some of the, I guess, back and forth that happened yesterday. State Representative Bride Rose Sweeney joins us on the phone right now. State Representative, how are you today? I'm
1: good. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show and uh thanks for for wanting to have this discussion today. Kind of run me through yesterday what was going on and um why some Democrats decided to take a stand in the state house against uh a GOP voter bill that has been making its way through the state house in about the last month.
1: Uh yeah. So um, I think, as you had uh, mentioned, you know, this is not in um, a vacuum. When you take a step back and look at what the GOP has been doing across the nation, I believe they're up to over 400 voter um, anti-voter bills, and each one of those bills makes it harder and gives voters less options. And this is the bill is in line with many of the bills that we've seen that's getting national attention. And, you know, we expressed that we wanted to have, you know, a full vetting of this bill, have full due process of a 174-page bill. Now, mind you, two weeks ago, I had a bill that simply just would allow um, an expansion of drop boxes. My colleagues in the same committee kept me up there for two hours. And um, about, I think, you know, less time than that, uh, we were told that there was a Republican caucus and that we needed to end uh, our questioning. Um, and so we had asked, you know, if that's the case, we wish we would have known beforehand if there was an unscheduled meeting that the Republicans seemed to go to, um, and that the, at least we'd wait around all day if we had to, to reconvene and to be able to fully vet a 174-page bill that has very real implications on our most fundamental right. And so when we were denied that, we decided that, you know, we're not going to stand if The GOP is not going to let elected lawmakers have their voices heard in the legislative process. I would question if they're really going to let Ohioans have their voices heard at the ballot box.
0: So what did you do yesterday then? And what were you trying to, I guess, put forward as a message by the decision that you made? And and I guess there were some others that were with you that probably did the same thing. But how did you guys handle that yesterday?
1: Yeah, so um, our minority leader um, is also on the committee, and we had looked at each other when we were denied the ability to continue questioning. And, you know, we kind of, every single Democrat on the committee stood up and walked out. And we reconvened and um, amongst ourselves, and we decided that this isn't right. You know, this is our most fundamental freedom. You know, we can't ignore, um, you know, how this is all connected to, you know, January 6th the big lie, the insurrectionists, people not believing um, the results of the presidential election. I mean, this we're talking about um, eroding away our democracy. And so me and my Democratic colleagues said, we're not going to stand for this. We're going to not let our voices be heard. You know, Because we represent, Democrats represent millions of people in the state of Ohio. It's a disrespect not only to us, but to the people who elected us to serve there to fight for them. And we decided that we were going to host our own committee and take the committee process on this bill to the people. And so I believe we're going to be in Cincinnati, uh, Columbus, Akron, and Cleveland. Um, We're going to try to stream them online because when you shut down debate, when you don't want this to be an open process, um, I think you question the true motivations of bringing this forward. And you know, we as the Democrats, you know, one of our taglines are that we work for the people. We're not afraid of tough questions, and we believe that that is our job to do. So um, that's kind of the message we want to send. We, of course, are going to invite our Republican colleagues, the bill sponsors. We want this to be an open process and to truly have the people be a part of this, as well as the lawmakers who have to make a decision on this bill.
0: State Representative Bride Rose Sweeney is my guest this morning on 1480 WHBC. This bill as a whole, as you said, I mean, you know, it's it's something that is making its way across the country when it comes to bills similar to this. What would you guys like to see on the Democratic side that is maybe more fair in your eyes than a bill like this? What would you like to see take place in opposition to what state representative bill sites and some of the others have suggested so far
1: yes thank you for that question because you know we've been proposing you know i my democratic colleagues have been proposing common sense non-controversial bills that would just simply make uh our elections uh more accessible and um, still have um you know, the ability, the point of all our bills is that no matter where you come from, no matter where you live or what you look like or even who you vote for, I want everyone to vote. And when you look at, you know, I'm from Cuyahoga County. We have nearly one million voters. And right now we are limited to one simple simple Dropbox location at the same location as people who are early voting. So a simple fix is allow counties to have more than one early vote center allow counties to reasonably expand drop boxes. And drop boxes were not controversial until Donald Trump made them controversial. They are simply middle mailboxes. Um, but they've had you know this unnecessary controversy around them. They are very simple. If you look at Michigan, they have 700 drop boxes for 7 million people. In the state of Ohio, we have 11.7 million people, and we only have one per county, So that's 88 in this state. It is just there's no justification for that. Um, We could do things to give us a real automatic voter registration to stop the needless um, purging of voters, a process that has been in the national news in Ohio where we more aggressively purge citizens for not um, voting within a certain time frame. And what happens is not only are we purging people who are inactive voters, But because our system is so antiquated, we're actually removing people who have voted in that time frame. So there's real concern. There's real modernizations that need to happen in our elections. But the bill that is provided before us does not do any of that.
0: That bill and other bills like it, why do you think we're seeing so many of those now opposed to before when – We would have an election. There would be a thought that maybe there was something wrong with it. But why do you think we have had so much of these bills wanting to basically redo our election landscape?
1: You know, I would say it all goes back to Donald Trump. I mean, he, you know, after the election was telling his base, telling voters that the election was stolen from him. Um, that, you know, to not trust the results. Um, but he, the only results that were questioned were states in which Donald Trump, you know, had lost. And so I keep it doesn't make sense. You know, in Ohio, we have a secretary of state that keeps touting as Ohio is one of the most successful elections we have ever had. So I say, then why is the GOP lawmakers in this state trying to, you know, make it, you know, quote unquote, more secure? There is no voter fraud. We've spent lots of tax money, uh, taxpayer money looking to see, you know, who is voting in our elections. They are safe and secure. Um, so it all stems from this these false notions and about this the big lies. the election was stolen, and there's something wrong. And I think wrongly some um, GOP lawmakers are trying to find ways to make certain voters have less access. So when you look at when you have a dropbox limitation to one per county, when, you know, as I mentioned, I'm in County. I sit at my early vote center every day. I saw hundreds of people in line. I saw hundreds of people in a dropbox line. How do you look at that and say another county that has, you know, 15,000 people? You know, I've had, you know, my colleagues say, well, there was no lines in my county. And I said, that's exactly my point. I want your voters to vote, and I want my voters to vote. In Kaiser County, just because they live here, that doesn't mean they should have to wait three hours in line when other people get to wait 15. It's about equity, and that's not what we're seeing here.
0: Yeah, and that's long been a problem, as State Representative Bride Rose Sweeney is my guest, where you go to a city and the voting time wait is, as you said, up to three hours if you get there at the wrong time, but you go out to the country if you will and you're in and out in a matter of 10 minutes sometimes if even that um what can we do to make that a more equitable experience for everybody so that more people can vote so that more people do have that opportunity and they feel as though they have that opportunity
1: yes you know what we're calling for you know i don't like the shenanigans i you know by no means that i want to walk out of that committee but at some point You have to stand up for the people and stand up for why they sent you there. What we are calling for, what I am calling for, is to demand a bipartisan solution moving forward. You know, in, in Ohio, we're actually only 27th in the nation for voter participation. So clearly, we're not doing everything right. There are real things that can ensure that rural voters, urban, suburban voters, that we all have equal access to our most fundamental right. And it doesn't have to be controversial. These aren't radical changes we're asking for. We're just wanting to work together in a bipartisan fashion. So I'd ask all of your listeners to you know to pay attention. Um, you know they they try to spin this bill as you know not Georgia, and they've got a little cute with the way they've done um, a few of the provisions um, that are misleading. Um, is to call your lawmakers, email them, but also talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends. Talk about this on social media. I mean, there's this is a national um, issue that's getting a lot of attention. And, you know, in Georgia, when they passed their um, anti-voter bill, you know, the people got motivated. The people started demanding more, and they started putting, you know, that pressure on, you know, certain organizations where, you know, Georgia actually lost some very good opportunities. I do not want that to happen here in Ohio. But we need to tell um the lawmakers, that that the citizens of Ohio are serious and that we're not going to let or we're going to try to not let them take away our most fundamental right. So that only happens if we're paying attention and if we're mobilizing and we're spreading the message.
0: It's funny that you use the word shenanigans there and calling what you guys <laughs> did. I, I know that, you know, a lot of people hear that word and, and they think about other things, but. Sometimes in order to get the message across, that has to be done, doesn't it? Even if you hate that, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's, you know, I don't want this to be a partisan issue. Um, You know, I don't think election law, election bills should be. Um, And that's what, you know, I know some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle are going to call it. But at some point when, you know, I'm elected by 120,000 people, I Two weeks prior, stood there in heels for two hours and asked every question. I even said I would be here all day because I want to expand drop boxes and I want to you know, show why this is a good idea. When I, when, when I, me and my colleagues on the Democrat, I will not give in the same uh, vetting process on a bill that is likely to move, that is 174 pages, that has vast implications at some point. You know, when we were told, no, there was no other option. We asked. We asked for a compromise. Can we come back another day? Can we come back after caucus? They said, no, this is the last hearing. You know, debate is done. So we had to send a message saying we're not going to be pushed around when it comes to our voting rights. We do not, you know, this is is too far. And if this is going to garner us more attention, because that's how, you know, the GOP lawmakers are going to listen to us, then so be it.
0: State Representative Bride Rose Sweeney, I appreciate the time this morning and uh, look forward to talking again in the near future about this topic and hearing what's able to be resolved about this in the uh, upcoming weeks here.
1: Well, I appreciate you covering it. And, you know, we as a Democrat are really looking to move in a bipartisan fashion forward. And I appreciate you helping get that message out there.